0: Good morning and welcome to episode 194 of the Morning Light Show. My voice might sound extra scratchy this morning because it's 4.44 in the morning and I'm a little off of my podcast game, but ready to put out today's episode because it is a cool conversation that I had with Michael Dietrich Chastain, who was on the show before, but if I don't I don't know if you noticed, but it sounded like I kept like talking over him on the show. And so I invited him back on so we could have a better conversation. And we recorded it in a different way. And we got not only better quality of sound, but a really fun conversation. So much so that I didn't even realize that we were on my podcast anymore. It just felt like he was interviewing me. And I also revealed a couple things that... We're quite vulnerable, which I've been doing a lot on the show. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Michael's going to talk about his new book, and then he kind of turns the tides and actually starts interviewing me.
1: Welcome to The Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. Hey, good morning. We have my dear friend and fellow leadership expert and coach, Michael Dietrich Chastain on the show again. So glad that you decided to come back and talk to us a little bit more about your new book, Changes, and give us some thoughts and insights from that, as well as some questions, because I've been talking a lot to my audience about living in the question. So Michael, welcome to the show.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much, Adair. Good to see you as usual and great to be back on your show. Thanks again for having me.
1: Absolutely. So talk to them a little bit. I know we, we talked about the book and the episode that you were on previously. However, will you remind them of what the title is? And then I think it would be super helpful if you would take them through each of the letters of the CHANGES acronym because it's just brilliant.
2: Sure. Yeah, so my book came out uh, last week. And depending on when this is aired, it came out May seventh, so maybe a couple weeks ago. By the time this gets aired, and yeah, it's been a really fun launch process. In answer to your question, the book is called Changes, and the subtitle is called uh, The Busy Professional's Guide to Reducing Stress, Accomplishing Goals, and Mastering Adaptability. And essentially, the the book looks at these seven dimensions of our lived experience, seven aspects of uh, how we move through life, and over the course of my career as a therapist, coach, and professional organizational consultant, I've seen change exist in a wide variety of ways. Right from you know folks that are dealing with severe and persistent mental health disorder, to leaders wanting to improve things like communication or emotional intelligence, to people going through kind of regular life transition like divorce or birth or career, whatever it is, and um, all through the course of working with thousands of clients, have seen seven themes always come up as it relates to creating positive change in our life, whether it's in work or in our personal life. And so the book covers these seven themes that I always see consistently be predictors of success, or if they're ignored, uh, be predictors of failure. And so, yeah, so so change is actually an acronym that stands for uh, cognition, heart, action, nourishment, guts, environment, and spirit. And the way I landed on that acronym is, is through really like evaluating, you know, over the course of a number of years, you know, what are these themes that I always see present and then having a big spreadsheet of all these various words that came up and then asking myself, well, I wonder if there's an acronym here and, and eventually landed on the word changes. And so Yeah, that's, how I got that's
1: perfect. I want to make sure that I got it and I want to make sure the listeners got it as well. All right. so cognition, heart, action, nourishment, gut, experience.
2: Environment
1: environment that's the one I missed and then spiritual spirit yep spirit you got that's it really great it's yeah. like a a very holistic way of looking at change and I think what happens for a lot of people both in organizations and also individuals is that we tend to be pretty myopic about change and we think mm. it's something that's happening to us from out there and what mm. I love about this is that it Encapsulates everything that's happening when we go through a change because it is all of these things at one time
2: yeah that's it, and that's the hope right is that you know through a, a tool like this, it can help us really critically evaluate the various pieces of our experience to determine you know where are our strengths where are our blind spots, where are opportunities for growth and and to your point, sometimes I think we can get stuck in just evaluating like our habits or our emotional life or our or our financial life, or whatever it is, and um, oftentimes it's the integration of those various pieces that uh, really create dynamic change. And
1: mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah, it's the whole, it's the whole being approach. Like I think we're finally actually getting that now.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: so that's that's one thing I really appreciated about what, what 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 was in your book.
2: Yeah, thanks, thanks so much.
1: So if you look at each of those elements, what? If, I don't know if you have, we have time to necessarily go through all of them, but maybe just pick like three or four that you are excited about or you feel like you could give a good quick tidbit or tip on for the listeners. Because I okay. think it would be useful because I'm sure every listener can think of some type of change that they're currently going through right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can provide them a frame with maybe three or four of these to help them manage through that. I think that'd be super helpful for them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was asked this question recently on a, on another podcast around, kind of, I think what you're asking is like, you know, which of these might we like to focus on, right? Exactly. And so, and so my answer is that it really differs depending on the individual and the, the time uh, that they're in, right, in their life. And so, for instance, it might be that, you know, right now my emotional self needs a lot of attention, but that's just based on a particular situation I'm going through or maybe a trauma that I had or, or something that's going on that's unique to this period of time. Yeah. And so that might change. It might be that a year from now, uh, courage, guts, right, my, my um, ability to act, on my most authentic self like maybe that's the area i need to focus on and so i you know i really invite people if they pick up the book not to not to think of it like you know how do I, how do I, uh, do find all of which, these
1: things? <laughs>
2: well, yeah. How do how, you know, how to find like which one is most important mm-hmm. for everyone, I like but that. how to find which one is most important for the individual. Right. And that's going to change, you know, person to person. And so, so yeah, so I invite folks to really look at it as a way to explore, you know, again, where are their strengths and, and what's holding them back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what though, Dare, something that's, that's fun that we might do if you're up for it is play a little game, which is, games. All right. (laughs) Which is, uh, so along with the book, I created a card deck and it's, you know, like I said, there's seven dimensions in the book. And so this card deck has seven questions per dimension. So there's 49 questions in the deck. And this deck can be used for, you know, individual work, meaning you could use it on your own to ask yourself better questions, right? You could use it in the context of one-on-one. So if you're a coach or a therapist or a teacher, You could use it as a way to facilitate conversation or if you're on a team or a leader or um, someone that works with groups, you can use it in in large groups as well. So for instance, I was at a conference last weekend and facilitated an exercise using multiple decks with over hundred people in the room. And so it can really act as a way to uh, ask ourselves better questions. And so I have one question per domain that I could ask you and we could do a little rapid fire. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that would be
1: really valuable, and it will also help me know that with some of the changes I'm going through right now, where I where like maybe I need to focus more energy and attention. So I think this will be really useful. And as a listener, when he's asking these questions, I want you to think the same thing. Like, which one of these domains resonates most with whatever change you're going through right now.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. beautifully said. Um, and, and again, I'll preface it with these are just examples of questions that you might consider. There are many questions to consider, but these are examples per domain. So I here's, the fir- here's the first one from the cognition section. You ready?
1: Okay, we're going to the brain first. This is great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it says, what would your best friend say you focus on most?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I would hope that my best friend would say that I focus most on possibility.
2: Okay. Nice. nice. Um,
1: and I think I'm in alignment on that. I think if Uh you were to ask, the person would probably say, uh, "What's next? Where you're going? Where you're headed?" Yeah. Um, My business is obviously right now a huge focus for me since I'm new to my business. So,
2: yeah. As, as a friend of yours, I totally agree. And based on our conversation before this podcast, I can say that makes a ton of sense Yeah, from what I heard from you. <laughs>
1: okay, that's great. So you're being my best friend right
2: now. I love that. All right, good, good. <laughs> so number two, from the heart section, we've got, what emotion do you want more of in your life?
1: Um, ooh, hmm. I think my first answer is love. And my second answer might not be an emotion, but it's expansion. Mm. So That's I don't cool. know how we encapsulate emotion with ex- expansion as an emotion. Do you have any ideas?
2: Expansion as an emotion. I, you know, I liked what, what we were talking about before this podcast, which was, um, really trying to resonate with a certain kind of energy and recognizing like what, what energy am I holding or what does my environment do to impact my energy? Mm-hmm. And then using that as a way to kind of check in with ourselves based mm-hmm. on any given point in time to determine, am I, you know, am I expanding in the way that, that I want to be or not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know if awe is an emotion that Mm. might be, that might be another way or wonder.
2: Ooh, I love it. Feeling a sense of
1: wonder. Yeah.
2: Okay. Great question. Okay. Next one from action is what is the last habit you quit?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Picking my nose. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. Biting my nails. Um, the last habit that I quit, why I put a pause on, um, drinking for a while. That's not still on pause. Um, but it was a nice reflective week, maybe 10 days. Yep. Um, what other habits? Wow. For me, it's a lot of it's around the habitual ways of thinking. Hmm. And when I run up against a doubt or an uncertainty or an obstacle in my thinking that's getting in the way of that expansion that I want, um, instead of allowing that to spiral my thoughts like downward, I ask questions now,
2: like
1: what else is possible here? So letting go of allowing the things that don't serve me in my thinking to take me to a place where I just am unwilling to go.
2: That's great. Most of the time.
1: I mean, I'm definitely an imperfect human. So especially if I'm hungry or tired or burnout.
2: Yep. Yep. That's more challenging. What is that? What is that acronym? Is it HALT?
1: Oh, I don't know. This sounds really good. It's. Oh yeah. Hunger.
2: Hungry, angry, um, lonely, tired.
1: That's great. Is that right? If you're feeling any of those things, you really need to go to self care.
2: Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. And don't, don't, don't make any big decisions or have any conversations that might you know, involve conflict.
1: Yeah, 100%, that's great. Yeah.
2: All right, cool. All right, so what you got, what else? Is from Nourishment and it says, what needs to change about how you take care of your body?
1: Ooh. I've been focusing a lot on this lately. I have been very committed to yoga. And I've done yoga probably I would have to go back and add it up, but at least five days a week, but some 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 weeks seven days a week. And what that has oh, done for you. what that has done, aside from making me feel like physically good and stronger, and I can see that my body has changed, is I crave different foods mm. and I have less tolerance for things like gluten or sugar or processed foods. So listening to that is um, becoming more and more necessary for me to stay in that energy that I want. That's and great. so I'm just kind of playing around with that and making mistakes in that and learning that like, oh, I can't really eat that anymore. Especially, a, you know, maybe at eight or nine o'clock at night. Like, cause I know it's gonna, I'm gonna have like a hangover the next day from it.
2: Yeah, yeah, the food hangover. I'm familiar yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes
1: the wine too, but
2: right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Very good. Well, congrats yeah. on the yoga practice. That's cool.
1: Yeah, we'll see where it leads, but it's been really cool. But it's interesting to me. The interesting part of that was like focusing my energy there um, shifted so many other things. Like it shifted the way I wanted to treat my body and nourish myself. Yeah,
2: there you go. Great example of the you know the integration of self, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about. Yeah. All right, you ready for the next one?
1: Yeah, bring it on.
2: The next one is about guts. It says, "What is something you'd like to do but are scared to do?"
1: That's a great question. I asked myself. I just did an episode on this. Just recorded an episode on this. Um, yeah, about doing things scared. Uh-huh. Um, I've been doing a lot of that lately. And shoot, man, I don't know. I feel like that's been my life lately.
2: <laughs> I don't good. know if
1: I have like any one thing, but um it's kind of going back to if something feels like the energy of what I want, even if it doesn't make logical sense, I say Mm. yes. And then I figure it out.
2: Yeah. So it's like,
1: say yes and figure it out later. Say yes to something that like, maybe I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this or how this is going to be possible, but saying yes. And then just like figuring it out. That's been really big, Cool. but I really want to come up with a specific answer for you because then that would hold me accountable.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) great let's do it i don't
1: know i think something that i would love to do that i'm scared of is a tedx talk
2: Ooh! all right everybody you're something hearing it out
1: there and i just that's revisited right. my, i just revisited my bucket list so i have mm-hmm. a bucket list that has probably 85 things on it yeah. and um yeah i was just reminded that that's on there and i have people in my world now that have done that mm-hmm. and i can leverage their expertise. So yeah,
2: there you go. Well, my bucket list is, or on it is also to do a Ted talk. And so maybe we can hold each other accountable for that. One. I love that. Yeah. Cool. I'm game. All right. Deal. Okay. Next one is who are the five people you're around the most and how are they influencing you?
1: Oh my gosh. What a great <laughs> question. So my husband, yep. my daughter, my other daughter, my dog, Mozart and my dog Ringo. <laughs> and then my cat
2: okay there you go
1: um that's not necessarily true because i've been on the road a lot lately um yeah i have been spending a lot of time with my go abundance women um this is a really powerful mastermind group that i'm a part of that has been a life changer and a game changer for me and i'm also now newly part of a new community called leaf which i've talked a ton about on the show that where the training that i just got an appreciative inquiry um so the people that i'm spending time with from those groups have been it's interesting because I know that whole like five people concept is a thing um however for me it's kind of more the collective energy of those groups and then there's individuals that kind of pop in and pop out of my life
2: yeah Um, that's good
1: but because the group has such a dynamic high vibration energy um you know, the individuals are rep- like individual representations of that. And so it's not, yeah. I wouldn't even say it's even like five certain people. It could be like a mix of different people, but um, yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. I, don't I know. totally
2: that's- agree. I think that. A that answer. No, I think that's a, that's a beautiful answer. I, I really agree. I think that statement, you know, the average of the five people is really about the average of the five, you know, the communities, the, you know, the it's, people. It's yes. A the different pla-
1: question. Yeah. the
2: Places we spend online, like the, you know, the the geographies that we're in all of these kind of averages collectively create influence. Yeah.
1: Right? So that was your that was your environment question, right?
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So we got one more which okay. is a little challenging. It's going to require some vulnerability. You ready? Bring it on. <laughs> what is a belief that you have that's no longer serving you?
1: Oh. Um I think I Kind of still have this belief and I'm also letting it go. So I'll just say, this is a belief I recently became aware of and I talked about it on the show already. Um So I'll talk about it again. I have had this belief that I don't want to step out and come out of hiding and be aligned with my, gr- the greatest version of me because I am fearful that people and especially other women will be jealous of me. Mm. And that's so fucking weird to say.
2: <laughs>
1: um, however, it's something that I've recognized and it's interesting because I've had clients tell me that before and I didn't really see it. And then I started unpacking some things, mostly through asking great questions to myself. Right. I'm like, why am I, like, what, what makes me hold myself back? And, you know, a lot of it is just kind of the way I was raised, like, don't get too big for your britches or don't do this, mm-hmm. but it was also because there were times in my life where I was really good at things and I put myself out there and then I had other like girls or women um, like be jealous or envious or you know, whatever. And it just felt so uncomfortable to me that I've been unwilling to, to me, I think the backlash and the fear around like somebody's not going to like this is one thing. But what's bigger for me is like feeling like I'm going to hurt, almost hurt someone's feelings because I'm mm. like, I'm just too much or I'm, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for sharing that.
1: Yeah. It's it's yes. a really interesting uh, belief. I feel like I'm more than halfway through it. Like I'm, and now I'm aware so I can watch yeah. it.
2: Well, yeah, and you've got, you've got such exciting things happening right now. you know. Yeah,
1: and my, it's interesting personally. because the insight was like, well, that is so stupid because that's going to be, that's like such a small percentage of the people that are in my life, like right. a very small percentage mm-hmm. of the people because I'm surrounded with greatness right now, like surrounded yeah. with greatness, um, including you and like yeah. us reconnecting. Totally. And so that's going to be such a small demographic compared to the mm-hmm. people that will be inspired by me rising.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that comes to mind, you know, when we, you know, I think those that are like really committed to their own growth and development and, and continued evolution, um, if that is a commitment, you know, and I think you and I share that, that commitment to continually yeah. improving. If that's a commitment, I think a, a realistic expectation to go along with that is that not everyone will come with us.
1: hundred percent. And that's right? scary too.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. And, um, it comes yeah, up for you know, a lot of good.
1: clients, I'm sure it does for you as well. Of like, oh, you know, the the whole like, what's not going to serve you in this new energy, and yep. It's a lot of courage.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being this willing was to so uh, fun. engage. I, w-
1: I forgot that we were even <laughs> on my podcast.
2: Yeah, no, right.
1: Any questions. Maybe you need to have a podcast.
2: Maybe it's podcasts? it's been it's yeah it's been on my radar for a while. It's a that possibility. One.
1: Really wonderful. So tell yeah. people where they can find you if they're curious to get either a copy of your book, which is fabulous, or the card deck, which is like equally as cool. I could see you using those cards even like with your partner or your friends or like yeah. take, it, take it on date night or like girls night out or whatever. It just seems like such yep. fun stuff to talk about that's not uh, meaningless.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I have have had feedback that people have been using them with family members or partners or whatever. And so, yeah, you can find information on the book at thechangesbook.com. You can get it on Barnes and Noble and on Amazon online, both in ebook and print. Um, If you want the card deck, it's not online yet, but you can email me uh, and I can, I can sell you a copy through the website and the website is arcintegrated.com, A-R-C integrated.com.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being on and asking such great questions and providing so much for my listeners. I'll be talking to you soon.
2: All right. That sounds great. Thanks so much, Adair.
1: That's a wrap for this episode of the morning light show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time.